Our countdown to kickoff continues with the voice of the Packers, Wayne Larrabee, who will be calling the action Sunday afternoon. Kickoff at 325, pregame at 1, Packers versus the Seahawks here on 620 WTMJ. Good morning, sir. Good to have you back on again. Good morning, Gene. Quite the shocker last night in the NFL lid lifter. The Patriots getting beaten soundly by the Kansas City Chiefs. Boy, how about that, huh? Doesn't that tell you that all this stuff, all these preseason prognostications and power polls and all this other stuff, all based on paper, and now we finally start to get things going on the field, and it can come out a lot different, at least at the early going of the season. And and you saw that last night, Gene. I mean, a, an injury or two, and all of a sudden it changes the complexion of a team or a game, and the Patriots lost Hightower, the linebacker, and uh, all of a sudden, and then Amendola, the wide receiver, and all of a sudden <laughs> they're scrambling. And uh, what a performance by Alex Smith of Kansas City, the best I've seen him play. Yeah, no doubt. And he was, in, of course, in the same draft as uh, Aaron Rodgers. Um, Aaron Rodgers now and what is this, his 13th NFL season, so, 12th, yeah. 13th NFL, mm-hmm. regardless, um, you know, he's thought of as the NFL's elite, and certainly, of course, he is. I was reading something over the weekend that he doesn't necessarily need another MVP, but another Super Bowl to really cement his legacy. I don't know if that's true or not, though. I don't either. Uh, I don't think it's true necessarily. Uh, now, would he like one? Of course, probably like two or three, uh, to be honest with you. But, um, you know, Dan Marino was, in my opinion, the best pure pocket quarterback I've ever seen in my life. He played in one Super Bowl, Doug, and he lost that Super Bowl to San Francisco, and I believe that came in his rookie year, and he never got back. And they tried and tried and tried to build around him. You know, having uh, an elite uh, superstar quarterback is not a birthright to the Super Bowl. It certainly helps, especially in this day and age, but it's not a guarantee. And it goes back to that whole depth thing, too, Wayne. It's As you say, it's not who you play, it's when you play them. And that roster that we're looking at for Sunday, that is going to be so different by the time we get to late November, early December. It's just the nature of the NFL. you got to be deep. Gene, it's so different from the roster they finished last season with. It, it really, it's a whole, it's a totally different team, it seems like, even though some of the big names are still there. Part of what you saw last night in Foxborough was a New England team that made a, a, um, an amazing amount of changes. Never seen a Super Bowl team change personnel the way they did and they're not quite ready yet uh, to come together as a team it seems like and and a lot of that has to do with the way teams are prepared in the preseason you can't do a lot of the things you did before you you don't play your starters any more than basically Chris Collinsworth said at best you play maybe a half uh, in, in an entire preseason so really including the Packers this year we don't know what they have we didn't know really for certain what the Patriots had everyone assumed they had all this talent and everything and they do but it, it hasn't played together in a real game under fire for four quarters. Well, the Packers' 53-man roster is set, of course, cuts last weekend. They let go of a pair of wide receiver draft picks in D'Angelo Yancey and Malachi Dupree, although Yancey was signed to the practice squad. Other than that, there weren't really that many huge surprises on the 53-man roster. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. Um, you know, the surprises were with the receivers they cut. I mean, uh, I thought Max McCaffrey was outstanding. But, you know, there's more to it than just being great at your one position. I mean, special teams come into play when you're the fifth receiver or whatever, that type of thing. So um, it's interesting. Every year there are always some things that surprise you a little bit. But I thought the surprises were fairly mild. The one thing I've noticed with the Packers, and obviously everyone has, is they've gone outside the organization. I believe they brought in nine free agents from other teams 
going into this year's team. So um, that's a little bit of a different twist uh, than what we've seen in the past from Ted Thompson and his personnel department. And quite frankly, everybody's excited about that. They brought in players who appear to be a, a great fits for this football team. Well, we'll see how it all comes together. But guys, the one thing I will caution you is um, we just don't know. This team is a long way. All the teams in the NFL are a long way from being you know, in mid-season form. This is really the preseason for the veterans and the starters on these teams around the league. This is the preseason now. Yeah, that add in the fact that they, you know, they have their playbooks, but now they're going to start playing with the actual playbook they're going to use for the season because they're so primitive in what they use in the preseason with all the kids on the field. Yeah, you know, and, and that's what pre what the quote unquote preseason is really yeah, about. It's the getting, you know, seeing what your young talent's all about. Yeah, now the veterans are going through their preseason because they barely played in the regular um, preseason. Let the fun and games begin Sunday. In the meantime, too, if people want more from you, Wayne, you've got a new podcast up, right? Yeah, podcast is up right now on the WTMJ app and and on the uh, page, and also uh, our uh, uh, rundown scouting report on the game coming up is on the uh, WTMJ uh, webpage as well. Good stuff, Wayne. Looking forward to your call on Sunday. We'll talk again Monday. Thank you, sir. We'll talk Monday, guys. Thanks. You got it.